0: Welcome to Healthy Births Happy Babies, where we share tips, tools, and stories grounded in natural childbirth and parenting principles, so that instead of feeling overwhelmed and confused during this exciting time in your life, you feel safe, supported, and empowered in your childbirth and parenting journey. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jay Warren. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Births Happy Babies. I'm Dr. Jay Warren. I'm the family wellness chiropractor and the wellness care coordinator here at the Cap Wellness Center. And in today's episode, we're going to have a conversation with our very own Maureen Higa. She's the acupuncturist here at the Cap Wellness Center, and she's going to explain uh, a little more about a series of acupuncture treatments which has been come to be known here as baby boost. It can help labor along, uh, doesn't necessarily induce labor by any means, but if a woman has been getting ready for pregnancy, wants to help it along, and especially if they've gone past their guest date and wanting to make sure things are ripe and ready for our body to go into labor, then this series of treatments has proven very helpful. So, But before I'm going to introduce and bring her on, I want to take a moment, as always, to thank our sponsor, the Cap Wellness Center, who makes this podcast possible for us. The CAP Wellness Center in Encinitas, California, has assembled an incredible team of fully certified holistic healthcare professionals that offer the very best in prenatal, postpartum, and pediatric wellness services. We offer acupuncture, chiropractic, massage, yoga, lactation support services, and a wide variety of birth education classes to ensure that you are fully able to experience the power of birth. So now let me introduce to you Maring Higa. She was on one of our earlier episodes around acupuncture and fertility, but just to remind you of who she is and what she's about, let me tell you a little bit more about her. Natural medicine has always been an integral part of Maring's personal journey. She has studied extensively in the area of fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum recovery. In 2005, Mering traveled to Chengdu, China, to an intern with some of the best gynecological doctors in the world. Mering has specialized in treating male infertility, female infertility, and pregnancy support for the past six years and continues to study the most up-to-date information in the field. Mering's personal experience of having a difficult pregnancy and then suffering with postpartum depression has made it natural for her to empathize with women going through these very difficult times. Combined with a Master's of Science from Pacific College of Oriental Medicine and a psychology degree from Naropa University, Maring has created a truly integrative, compassionate, and heart-centered approach to healthcare. When Maring is not in the clinic, she spends her time playing with her son and her daughter, teaching and performing aerial skills, playing music, enjoying the outdoors, and writing. So with that, let me turn over to my conversation with Maring Higa. Hello, Maureen. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi. So nice to be here again.
1: Yeah, well, it's great to have you back. It's been actually a while since we did your other episode on fertility and acupuncture. And today we're going to be talking about baby boost. Uh, Fertility, obviously, we're wanting to, um, to help women get pregnant. And now baby boost is kind of a topic that's usually coming up at the, towards the end of the pregnancy, trying to help um, labor along. And there's a lot of different uh, misconceptions of what it is and exactly how it works. So that's why I want to bring you on so our listeners could really understand what it is that you do and how it could help them.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it's been really great. So I've specialized in this field for almost now, I think like seven or eight years, um, and originally when I learned about like quote-unquote baby boost um, a lot of times people think of it as like the last-ditch effort. I'm 40 weeks. I need to get this baby out. Like I'm going to go see an acupuncturist. Um, and what's really been great since working at Cap Wellness Center and seeing almost, I mean, I would say like 90 percent of my practice um, is pregnant women. Um, and having kind of the gamut of people that come to me, um, who are like 40 weeks and they want their baby out versus doing some education and really seeing that, um, since we see women earlier, seeing the difference between people coming in earlier in their pregnancy and getting prepped for, um, you know, having their baby is the results are so much, um, Better and people actually are getting seeing results. I I I kind of joke around and call myself the closer sometimes when I'm being sent (laughs) um, the mom who's 40 weeks and she's you know done being pregnant and um, you know wants wants that baby out and I'm like I'll do my best and we we kind of make this valiant effort and um, sometimes it works effectively at that point. But I've just found over time that when I see moms, you know. At the earliest, like you know, in their second trimester and all the way through, um, those moms, when it's time to be 40 weeks and they want to really you know get things going, um, we do uh, quote unquote, "a baby boost treatment." Um, and and that really seems to be more effective. My numbers go up um, in terms of efficacy. Uh, when I've seen a mom longer than say one or two treatments. Okay.
1: Now, and is the baby boost a series of a jo- or, uh, of treatments or is it just one set of stimulating certain points?
2: So a baby boost treatment is, um, or series, I would say it's more of a series of okay. treatments. Um, And I recommend that people come in around 32 weeks in their pregnancy one time a week um, until we get a little bit closer to um, 39, 40 weeks and then have them come in more frequently. Um, And it's called a baby boost series because um, it's... Acupuncture works very similarly to how you might think um, going to the gym might be. So, um, if you want to lose five pounds, you don't go to the gym one time in a month. You're going to go like you know consecutively over time, and as you go more and more, it tends to get more easy because your body starts to respond quicker to what's happening. Your muscles building and all that. Um, so we call it a baby boost. Um, this is sort of coined from Cap Wellness Center um, series because we're not just um, the misconception, I guess, in that word is that it is helping to, um, you know, boost, in essence, you know, the process of going into labor. But it's also to help prep mom um, and help prep baby for um, for delivery. And um, the other thing that's great about the Baby Boost series is that um, I've also, also seen a difference between postpartum um, and women who are, coming in regularly towards the end of their pregnancy and prepping for labor, for a healthy um, birth experience, healthy labor. And then their postpartum experience tends to be um, a lot more neutral, I should say. Um, I I don't see kind of these erratic, um, you know, experiences after people have had um, acupuncture through the series. And that's just my own personal, um, you know, research or, you know, it's not like documented or anything. But that's just what I've seen. Um, from seeing so many women come through my practice, that that their postpartum tends to be a lot, um, lot easier.
0: Right,
1: and that's important um, because I think some women will definitely will definitely have the impression that a baby boost is like, oh, like if you can induce me tonight, I'd love to have my baby tomorrow. And mm-hmm. that's not that's not at all what this is.
2: No, I wish. I mean, I wish for these women because I've been there. You know, this I've had two babies. Um, my first was two weeks um, post do so i wish them <laughs> for their sakes um that i could do that um and sometimes you know i do have that that random experience where they've seen me one time and then they, they go into labor that night so i wouldn't say it's it's for not but um i've just seen if if there is a choice and there is a preference and you have the time um that it's it's best to come in you know 32 weeks or even sooner
1: right and can you explain like how that that process is working as far as the baby boost series instead of thinking of okay these are these points these acupuncture points that i can needle to then just start labor artificially mm-hmm. in the same way that you know an artificial drug a pitocin would initiate labor
2: yeah. Um, so, we're doing a number of things when we're starting to prep for labor. Um, one is just increasing blood flow um, and um, prepping the cervix to ripen and dilate. When we get a little bit closer to the end of pregnancy, um, we're actually helping along those Braxton Hicks to become a little bit more productive. Um, so, we're, we're helping with that hormonal um, transition, but we're also doing a lot to calm the brain and calm the mind, um, to help prep, um, for going into delivery. Um, whether you're doing, um, natural childbirth or whether you're actually planning to have a C-section, um, getting those, um, endorphins kicking in the body can also help with the efficacy of the medication working more effectively. Um, it can help with putting your Self in that kind of state of mind when you are actually in labor. So, you know, the research definitely supports being um, calmer um, in in labor and having better birth experiences. So, um, acupuncture is just, you know, getting that going from the very get go. Thirty two weeks, we're like pumping in those endorphins, those pain relieving, um, you know storage i call it a storage where you're storing them up so that when you're actually in labor and you're having you know surges or pain or whatever it may be you have a little bit of a reserve that you've already built up in your system
1: and i like that analogy of the the gym analogy approach of that it's a a healthy process to help your body do what it's naturally designed to do rather Mm -hmm. than just choosing a time where all right i'm going to stimulate your body to go into labor it's more of um helping it along to do what it's going to do at the time that it's right for you and your baby to to birth the baby.
2: Yeah, exactly. And exactly.
1: so I think that's important too to understand because there are people that have some fears around like well if I go to acupuncture too early, it might start labor artificially too early in mm. the body and I think alleviating those kind of fears around it's not it's not a process that, you know, you can artificially uh, start your body to do something it's not ready to do.
2: Yes, yes, that's definitely and um, and we also, if you go to a practitioner, um, they they should be well versed in the points that you stay away from. Um, throughout pregnancy the ones that we use towards the end of pregnancy when we want to get the baby out so there are a series of points that um that we do not use until we're around 39 40 weeks um and that's just we call them contraindicated points for pregnancy and um that's because they're that effective when it does come to the time to actually want to um get things going and get the body you know ready to have the baby so we just stay away from those points um altogether um, not that you know I'm sure that there hasn't been that many experiences of people putting people into early labor but we just don't even touch them as a as a precaution
1: okay so they're they're more reserved for like that kind of tipping point that the body might need to help help uh, the process along
2: yeah exactly
1: all right Mm -hmm. now in the process of like working with a person is it is a baby boost protocol like the same for every woman or does it depend on what a woman's presenting with? I'm not, I'm not really sure how that works.
2: Yeah, that's that's a really good question. So um, in Chinese medicine, we, um, we have you fill out a very, like our, let me just tell you a little bit about like the diagnostic process. But when we meet with patients, when I meet with a patient, um, We have them fill out a very extensive questionnaire. Um, I, you know, ask a lot of questions about their history, their, their history pre-pregnancy, um, what their tendencies are, because not every pregnant woman is going to come in presenting the same. Um, some might have morning sickness, some might never have morning sickness. Um, so we are all kind of kind of constitutionally prone to certain things, um, whether we're pregnant, whether we're not pregnant. Um, and those are all really important things for me to know as a practitioner, because we see every person as a very individual and very, um, uh, specifically, have a constitutional diagnosis. So, um, yeah, I I don't know if that answers your question. I think I got lost in my train of thought. But no, um,
1: no, it. I, I well, from what I heard you say, it does. Like the the baby boost in if it is a process we're talking about that helps labor along, like it's gonna be. At the the sequence of the points is going to be individualized because one woman might have blockages or need help in one area of their their body system, and another woman might need it in a totally different place based on their history, their presentation.
2: Yes, exactly. So, um, so we always treat uh, a woman. In lab, you know pregnancy where they're at with what their constitution is presenting and then in addition there are sort of these empirical points that um, are used for baby boost treatment as well so um, you know if you did any sort of Google search or research on it you would see sort of these these points used over and over and over again during, um, during pregnancy, throughout pregnancy. And then also, you know, during a baby boost treatment. Um, but again, as a practitioner of Chinese medicine, we are taught to see the individual as an individual and not sort of this, um, set protocol that you come in and we just do the exact same thing, um, that we would do with any other person. Does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah,
1: definitely. And I think, um, that lends itself to like the history that you're taking, but also um the the technology you're using to assess where a person is blocked and where it needs help. Can you talk more about that?
2: Yeah, so um what's great is so in in my practice, we do a little bit something different um and um it's called an acugraph, and basically in school, um, it was my job to learn how energy flows in the body. So that's traditional Chinese medicine in a nutshell. Um, there's, I, mean, I could go into lots of detail. Um, and there's a meridian system, which is actually um, attached to organs and to emotional systems and all of that. Um, and there, are, meridians used to be sort of this sort of imaginary thing before. And people were like, oh, it's, you know kind of woo-woo and all this, but what's great about technology these days is that, um, they can actually, they've actually been able to like inject dye and see where these meridian systems run, um, which is amazing. So the cool thing is, um, that I studied Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine. Um, that was, you know, it's been 10,000 years of this medicine, but I live in a time where modern Western medicine, um, you know, has figured out a way that they can measure it. So, um, What it is, basically, is this system that I have. It measures the acupuncture points. And then I'm able to show you on a computer screen, a graphing system, and show you, oh, this is where you're a little bit deficient. This is where you're a little bit excess. This is where you are um, a little bit excessive on the right side or the left side or imbalanced in those ways. Um, And it shows me, like, a blueprint of... What's going on right now in the body, so again, getting back to being very individualized, um, I can confirm with um, not only my diagnosis, not only my intake, not not only my pulse taking and tongue take tongue diagnosis, but then I have this other confirmation um, system that's able to really see what's going on in the body and it's it's kind of neat because it's a little bit unbiased, you know it's it's well, it is unbiased it's not. Um, it's a computer. So it's just looking at energy flow through the body. And patients love it. They are able to kind of get it. They get TCM really quickly. They get Chinese medicine really quickly. And they're like, oh, I, I see that. And then um, and then we're able to associate it. It's like, oh, yeah, you have nausea and your spleen is a little bit um you know weak. So today we're going to focus on balancing that out so that you can feel less nauseous, you know that sort of thing. So it's really it's really been a great tool um that I've I have you know I've been using for you know a little probably like 6 months now um but I've really felt like it's added a lot to um my treatments. I found that people have been um having just quicker results from the use of it. Um Uh, And also just, you know, the education part of it. It's really been great to kind of be able to show people how this medicine works because I know but I've gone to school for, you know, five years or longer to learn about it. Um, So it's nice that people are like, oh, I get it. I get how it works. It's really simple. Like you're deficient, you're excess. um, I can relate it to my own life that sort of thing.
1: Right, and then clinically, I'm sure you can use it as an outcome assessment as well. Do you do rescans? Is it every visit or do you do it like on a progress report? How do you
2: do Yeah. That? So I can definitely do rescans, scans and um, I, I like to do them. Um, I'll do one on our first visit and then I wait a couple treatments um, and then we do another one just to kind of see where we're at um, with improvement and all that. And then periodically we can, we can do them. They, they take about five minutes to do. Um, so it's not, it's not time consuming. Um, and then you as a patient get a, a huge readout about what all of it means and, um, you know, tips and diet recommendations and herb recommendations, and we come up with this whole plan for you. Um, and it's it's been really, really, um, just really great. And people really love love doing it. And I really love um, being able to use it as a tool. It's been really helpful for me.
1: Right. And I use very similar technology, well, in a nervous system sense, but I know as a practitioner, it's that objective information is mm-hmm. really helpful. Um, and especially kind of going back to baby boost, there's a, um, you know, a time where you want to have as much information as possible to be able to help them as, as quickly as possible. And it sounds like this technology really kind of goes hand in hand with the, the wisdom that's been passed on for thousands of years. Uh, they, they marry really well together.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I love that, um, you know, technology has caught up to this medicine that is that old because um, before, you know, it sounds gruesome, I tell my patients this, but before, how the Chinese confirmed that these um, points were effective or how um, the Meridians existed was they did these live autopsies. And that is awful. but they, they can figure out, you know, like someone's alive and they put a point in here and they have an experience, you know, somewhere else in their body. So um, while that obviously is very barbaric and we wouldn't do that, it's really great that now we have these imaging systems and the technology. And um, I, I love that there's this mirroring of, of the two.
1: Right. Especially during pregnancy, it's such an important time for everything to be tip top in your own body because um, you're helping this baby grow, and then also for the delivery because it makes such a uh, a big difference on mama's postpartum as well as you know baby's start to the world. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Now with the baby boost, like going back to that, like when I th- you mentioned it, uh, I believe a little bit earlier, but I want to um, kind of recap like the recommendations of when is best for a woman to seek this type of
0: care out.
2: So ideally, if I had my um, my druthers, um, I would love to see people early in their pregnancy. So typically, my schedule with a pregnant mom is. Um, I see them from whenever they find out they're pregnant to um, fourteen weeks. So part of my practice is also fertility. So that's a usually easy transition. Um, and then second trimester tends to be a little bit uh, kind of easy breezy, um, unless there's stuff cropping up. I usually see people about um, twice a month, and then I recommend that they come back at thirty-two weeks and we start getting the baby, um, sorry, the body prepped um, for. Delivery, whatever that may be, however they are um, choosing to do that, and a big component of that is, um, you know, whether it's your first or third or fifth, um, you know, pregnancy, it's still getting your mind in the right place um, is important, and sort of this byproduct of acupuncture, whether or not you're coming to see me for, you know, back pain or. Fertility, or whatever it may be, is that the brain actually goes into the same place that you are during meditation. Um, so it turns off that sympathetic nervous system and allows you to really fully relax. So even if you're the type of person that's like, I can't relax, I don't know how to relax, um, sitting on the table for an hour will give you, a, you know, probably a lasting effect of that for at least, you know, the treatment, if not longer, which is really great. Um, and then postpartum, I'm now recommending that moms come to me at at six weeks. Um, That's kind of the, the reason I picked that date um, is moms are usually taking some time off and the husbands usually are taking some time off or partners are taking time off um, for a period. And you're in this little bit of a honeymoon phase. Um, And then parent, you know, partners go back to work and you're sort of like left with like being all alone. Um, And, Sometimes that transitions fine, and it's not a big deal um, but usually, when I see people around six weeks, we're able to kind of talk about um, how it's been going and address some of those things, balance out the hormones um, get the get the mind back in a in a good place, help with breastfeeding if that's an issue I mean there's a lot of things that kind of crop up around that time, so um, I recommend for parents or you know parents but moms also to come around six weeks and um come back and you know, bring baby if they need to and um and sort of get a reboosting uh treatment at that point.
1: Okay. That sounds good. Now and now how is a person to get in touch with you best? Um obviously you can contact through the Capuana Center, but um how else can they get in touch with you?
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously the Cap Wellness Center is a great way in um, checking out our website. I also have my own website, um, just personal website that you can check out to learn more about me. Um, and that's uh, MaringHiga.com. It's just my first and last name.com. And um, yeah, that, w- that would be probably the best way to get a hold of me.
1: Okay, and both of those websites I'll um, make sure are in the show notes for all of you um, listening, and it'll be on our website as well, the blog post that's dedicated to this episode as well, um, so you don't have to write it down now if you're driving in the car listening. <laughs> but Maureen, thank you so much for sharing that information. I know that's something um, I was really wanting to bring you on to explain because I get a lot of questions around like what exactly it is, and um, now we have a resource for people to understand it and seek you for it so thank you for your time i appreciate it of course
0: thank you thank you for joining us today for more information about this episode and other natural childbirth and parenting topics please visit us at capwellnesscenter.com or message us on our facebook page with any questions you might have we here at the cap wellness center look forward to helping you and your family be as happy and healthy as you can be